You're listening to 17 Karat K-Pop. For more about this show, as well as my other podcast, How to Stand, visit 17karatkpop.weebly.com. There you'll find episode guides, as well as additional reading, more exclusive content, tons of great stuff. And never miss an update, an album review, interview, etc. by subscribing to the free newsletter, howtostand.substack.com. You could also become a paying subscriber on Substack, and that means you're supporting an independent creator and become part of a community, howtostand.substack.com. Enjoy the show! Hi everybody! Welcome back to 17 Karat K-Pop. Really excited because last night I went to the Groovelin Records USA tour stop in Chicago to do some in-person press coverage. It was super cool, and although I was limited in how much I could record and take pictures and stuff, the bits and pieces I did include are compiled in a video that I will embed in an article on my newsletter, and I'll make it a free post at howtostand.substack.com. So make sure you check out that recap video as well as the show's socials and stay tuned because again, on my newsletter, I will have a full written review of the show as well. But I do have more commentary that won't make the cut in the video or the newsletter that you podcast listeners get to find out about the show. First of all, I do want to clarify that this show is hard to grade. If you've read my previous reviews and heard previous review podcast episodes, you know that I really do try to take my bias out of it and really look at it with this objective critic mentality. But what's hard about that is that this show, it's hard to pair it with the typical metrics for putting on a good show because it's not there. I can't give a score based on how good the choreography was, how cool the special effects were, etc. because it didn't have any of that. So I had to kind of adjust my standards for grading the show because there was less to it. I further had to tailor my grading based on expectations because with Ravi, really what you see is what you get. Again, as I've gone on about at length, there is an artful way to kind of auto-tune your voice as if auto-tune is its own instrument. I don't knock that at all. I think it can lead to a really cool sound. G-Dragon is mastered. I've ranted about him a lot. Ravi in a similar vein. So I'm not dissing the autotune usage, and I actually defend autotune usage more than most probably. But again, I did also have to tailor my review of the show to that expectation, just knowing that he would be performing into an autotune mic. So we didn't hear raw vocals. In my typical critic mentality, I would be very disappointed in that. But this, I kind of expected it. So with those caveats out of the way, let me start with what I liked about the show, then get into the cons. First of all, I just want to shout out my fellow Korean music fans, because truly crowds at K-pop, K-hip-hop shows, etc. unmatched. Not just energy-wise, but just in terms of friendliness, diversity, a come-as-you-are mentality that leads to some really cute, quirky wardrobe choices. It's good company. It's such a fun, unique, trusting environment. I've gone to a lot of concerts before, and I've been to many with quite hostile crowds. This crowd was anything but. Everyone was really just chilling, having a good time. There was no pushing or shoving. There was no competition. There was no stealing each other's seats the second you looked away. Everything was very just chill and fun. Low drama. Really nice to be there. I've missed it. It had been since I saw Seventeen back in early, early 2020, since I'd been to a live show, honestly. So I was so excited. And you could tell that pent-up energy of not having reunited in person with other fans for so long was felt among us too. 
quality over quantity of fans who turned out. And the fans who did, really high quality audience for sure. So that is the first thing. And side note, someone at the show did mention a Chicago area K-pop fan Discord. And I was really busy slash shy slash nervous and did not ask to join. But if you happen to be listening to the show and you want to DM me on socials or something and give me the Discord code or just promote the group, give me some info to read aloud on the show to get more interest, would love to be a part of that. And shout out to the super nice volunteer staff there from Studio Pav, Studio PAV. Sorry, I've heard both names. But anyway, those volunteers, super cool. And they played OG Vix music before the doors opened, which was a delight. My second highlight of the night, everything about Shido's performance. Honestly, Shido had been on my radar. I had been checking out his music, but it didn't stand out to me like it suddenly does now. As bad as I feel for Cold Bay and Nafla having to drop out, this was a huge opportunity for Shido. I really think that extra time alone on stage really helped him. Because I know it did for me. It helped me grow that appreciation. I didn't realize how varied his discography is, how catchy it is, what kind of stage presence he can exude on his own. And the order was cool because it started with Shido, then his CEO, his boss, Ravi, then they both came out together for a few final songs. So it led to this supportive feel, not a competing one. The dynamic with just the two of them actually, I think, had some benefits. Again, would have loved to see the original four scheduled acts all together. But there is a bright side here. Really getting to take in and appreciate the variety and standout quality and memorableness of these two artists' discographies. I also gained a new appreciation for Shido just because I had not realized before how charming he is. He really is just likable and cute and sweet. The way he talked to the crowd, the way he sounded bashful and humble, the way he kept reiterating his sense of feeling honored and privileged to tour the USA. And he brought up how the graphic tee he wore, he hadn't planned to wear. It wasn't part of the official tour wardrobe, but he bought it in Chicago and wanted to wear it for the first time at the Chicago show. So if he makes it super, super big someday, extra big, that could go on the auction block for a ton of money. It's the designated first time worn in Chicago shirt. He also just had a cute response to the typical concert comments, like when he said, this is my last song, and then immediately was like, okay, you guys know I'm coming back, right? It's kind of a secret, but not really. Third thing I really liked, the set list, because it really was packed. I mean, they went from song to song to song to song, no transitions or anything. Promptly, the show got off the ground, then the second Shido was done, Ravi walked out. They could have just tag-teamed it. No interruption, just nonstop music. Which is why I do think this show was really nice in a small crowd, with just the hardcore fans. Because it's an acquired taste, kind of, to go to a show without talking too much to fans. Without extra special effects, without the big show of it all, the spectacle. If you were there, you were there just for the music. That's it. So the people who turned out were the actual just hardcore fans, not so much casual listeners. So it made for a pretty cool atmosphere, I think. It was very impressive. It was zero stopping. No transition between songs, except occasionally. Because I did live tweet the show, live post on social media, and I was taking notes for my review and stuff, 
I do apologize. I really tried to keep track of the set list, but there were no transitions. So one song bled into the next, and I probably missed a few, but I tried my best to get them all recorded. So here's what I remember. If you'd rather be surprised by the set list, skip ahead a few minutes. Shido came out and sang Drawing, Spotlight, Me Without You, Muse, Paradigm, Hello, OOTD, which by the way the fans love the most, and he said, cheekily, I'll make a note of that for later. Sure enough, he did an encore round of it later. So he actually is listening, so make your requests heard. Betting, Gitchy Gay, and Free. Ravi sang Grey Zone, Rockstar, Ani, Flower Garden, Roses, Virus, Winner, Cardigan, Where Am I, Mint Chocolate, Nirvana, Still Nirvana, Warrior, and Tuxedo. The most reassuring thing I can tell you is yes, Rockstar, yes to Tuxedo, and yes to probably the song that got a lot of people into Ravi in the first place, Nirvana. Me included, that was a big turning point for me when it comes to keeping my eyes on Ravi as a soloist. Again, this setlist is a reason why it was a great night for superfans, because it's not like they did a bunch of covers or other stuff. It was all them. Just a big showcase of their music. And they did what I wish more artists did at concerts. It rarely seems to happen. But they actually would recap, those are the songs I just sang, or here's the song I'm about to sing. So you could actually remember the titles and look it up later if you were new to their music. More artists should do us a favor and get in the habit of doing that. My overall takeaway, in the grand scheme of things first, just looking at it purely music critic-wise, maybe I'd give it 3 out of 5 stars. But again, it's really hard to make that officially, officially my firm answer because there just isn't the same usual categories to grade the show on. It's very much for fans and for people who like this kind of music and want to hear more of it. If you want more of a flashy show, this is not for you. There's no intro, no countdown video, no grand conclusion, an extended encore, but no band, although there is a DJ, no special effects except spotlights. It's very much just them and the music. In the grand scheme of all the shows I've been to, most memorable? Definitely not. But, that being said, it was a really good show. And just from a more subjective perspective, as a fan of Ravi, and now quite a fan of Shido, really well done. So overall, the cons would be, depending on who you are, it doesn't have the flashy production you might hope for and like in a show, and the lack of structure in terms of an intro, outro, etc., and the heavy use of autotune, for Ravi at least kind of hides behind that electronic filter. So again, it's an acquired taste. I would have loved for him to show off his great raw vocals, at least for a couple of acoustic songs. But the pros do outweigh the cons, because it was a great atmosphere. The fans made the show feel alive with energy. The set list was stacked with classics from these artists and a great variety to get new fans interested. They brought the energy. Ravi really does have very impressive warp speed rapping. And he tried to make the most of it. He kept throwing water in the crowd and getting everyone to jump up and down. And he really tried to keep the energy as high as he could. So cons, some format issues that may not be for you. Pros, it was a fun night with a great crowd, energetic performances, a packed set list. And lastly, Shido really got to shine. 
really, I just felt kind of blown away by him because as someone who is kind of the opener and opening act in some ways, your goal is to introduce more people to your music, get them to check it out. And I think he did that effectively. So well done, A+, because he really just brought the charisma. I was impressed by both of them, but really exceptionally with Shido. So make sure you check out his music. The song Hollow particularly made me think, wow, I have underappreciated this. So those are my thoughts. More may come to me later on, and if so, I will bring them up in future episodes of the podcast. So thank you guys so much for listening. Again, more from me will be at howtostand.substack.com, so make sure to subscribe. And big shout out to Studio Pav, Studio PAV, for their support in this opportunity. Really had a good time and really hope to work with the company again this summer for quite a few exciting shows they have lined up that you can get your tickets for now or soon. Golden Child, Brave Girls, DKB. So don't miss it, and next time, maybe I'll see you there. Also want to shout out Groovelin Records and everyone who helped logistically put this show together, the Copernicus Center, just everyone involved. Despite some initial roadblocks, getting this tour off the ground, you guys really persevered, made the most of it, and that's impressive. Thank you guys again. I'll talk to you all again very soon. Bye everyone.